Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You've got a strike when the iron is hot. Why you want to touch an iron when it's going to burn you, I don't know. But we can't argue with science. There is so much wrestling on TV, though. There's always going to be some moments that are ready to burst. And simply put, they get missed. It's happened across the landscape since day dot. And as a warning, it won't be the last time. So I am Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. And this is the 10 biggest missed AEW opportunities. Number 10, The Big Show versus Shaq. Never forget that in terms of the storyline, Shaquille O'Neal just vanished in AEW. He got put through a table and then poof, we never saw him again and nobody seemed to care. The big man and Jade Cargill versus Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet really was a lot of fun, however, but it did mean another long spoke about match was further away from happening which was indeed Shaq versus The Big Show. WWE also never pulled the trigger on this despite actually hinting it was on the cards and them interacting at WrestleMania 32 in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. This is why when by magic the pair were both in AEW at the same time, we started to believe... But no, it's not a massive deal as it feels like the time to do this was years ago anyway, so I suppose the sadness now comes in the fact it ain't ever going to happen. Number 9, Jamie Hater, the ass-kicking babyface. So this was a weird one. It seemed like the long-awaited breakdown between Jamie Hater and Britt Baker was good to go, and then it didn't happen. Huh. Baker definitely screwed over her friend when she tried to stop her winning the AEW women's title at the pay-per-view, and then zoomed forward a few weeks and without even really telling us why... They were pals again. It seems like the arrival of Soraya shifted the board a little bit. That's also strange because Tony Khan controls when she debuts, so maybe that's just a bit of a coincidence. You can tell the fans are ready for the feud, though, because ever since they have been chanting for Jamie. I'm a little worried now when we do get round to this, it is going to be too late, which would be a huge shame. But at least she's over. That's what matters. Number eight, Cody Rhodes and Sting. I mean, I'm sure this was gonna happen. And then Cody went back to WWE. You can't really do much about that, but I tell ya. When the Stinger and Rhodes stared at each other during the former's debut and then shared the ring a few times to say some kind words, I was so excited for what they may do down the line. Would they team, fight, watch old tapes and smile like friends? It felt like the options were endless and now here we are and I suppose it's never going to happen. Sacks. I mean, even Miro teamed up with Sting and Darby Allen, and while that was awesome, a trio with Rhodes would have had extra meaning for all the obvious reasons and would have been that cherry on top of the damn cake. As it stands, though, the last time Sting was involved in a match with a member of the family was way back in 1995 during WCW Saturday Night. And let's hope this fact does change 
no matter how unlikely it may seem. Number seven, Chris Statlander is the one. So this is nobody's fault. It's the unfortunate side effect of pro wrestling when you get some momentum. Everyone's in your corner and everybody loves you. And then bam, you get injured. It is so sad, especially when Chris Statlander had already been through this over and over again. But it did feel like she was being ready to be the one to finally defeat Jade Cargill. The pop that would have got would have been huge. Instead, Statlander is currently rehabbing after another major surgery. Unless AEW is going to be super patient, we have missed the opportunity to have Chris beat Cargill at All Out. Because that was the show to do it on. I could smell it. The positive part is that when Statlander does return, she will be more beloved than ever. So it actually may make this moment even more special if we still want to do it. You can't see this, but I am crossing my fingers. Number six, Andrade. Literally the day before I recorded this, Andrade retweeted a fan who said El Idolo needs more TV time. Though it seems fair to say he's not very happy. This ties into the overall argument where a large contingent of fans think Andrade has what it takes to be a tippy-top star, and yet instead he's often nowhere to be seen. Even when he did have his shot at the TNT title, it resulted in failure when Sammy Guevara pinned him. And ever since then, well, he hasn't done much of anything. His family office isn't really featured properly either, and Andrade basically needs to be given his opportunity at the main event level so we can see if it works. That way, no matter what happens, we'll finally have our answer. I suppose there is a chance he returns to WWE eventually, but let's not forget that Vince McMahon didn't do much with him either. You just gotta hope that Triple H has bigger ideas. Number five, Tony Khan in the LA Times. Now, I don't even know what the hell is going on with this one, but I am the messenger, so I will message. Even Dave Meltzer said this was an error, though. <laughs> That's saying something. When AEW was ready to make their LA debut in June 2022, however, the word was Tony Khan turned down coverage in the LA Times. This sounds crazy to me, because without good reason, why would you say no? The more good press, the more important you become. According to Uncle Dave, though, the publication reached out, didn't get a response, and this was closing the door on getting them some serious promotion. There is the other side to this where people alternatively suggested the plan was to do this later down the line, but who the flub knows? What we can all agree upon is that if a major outlet would like to chat to you, just say... Yes, number four, women making an impact. This is the ever-ongoing discussion when it comes to the AEW women's division. But I agree, what we're about to talk about wasn't capitalized on at all. Because after Kenny Omega had smashed in the forbidden door and decided to just start turning up an impact, many, many followed. And it seemed logical that the female talent would get involved too, and then they never did. I think there was zero involvement by the end of this, and nobody knows why. The likes of Deanna Parazzo and Jordine Grace were very vocal because they'd been down for this, even more so, as they have the skills, could have had some bangers. If nothing else, why would you not do it? It was right there staring at you, and you ignored it. Very odd. Number three, FTR versus the Young Bucks, round three. Right, I struggle with this one because look, if we had done this match all out 2022, we wouldn't have received Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed, and Max Caster and Anthony Bowens would have been tag champions right now. Is this a missed opportunity? I say no. Everything had worked out so you could do Young Bucks AEW tag champs versus FTR, the champions of everything else. I mean, they were quite literally drowning in gold. Not literally. Instead of this, however, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland won the titles, whereas Matt and Nick Jackson went after the trio's belts. Don't forget, too, that the Bucks weren't even meant to be champions when they did lose them. The Hardys were going to be the dudes. And we all know what happened there. So when you do start to digest all that info, who the hell cares? This is such a nut situation. I think the fact we came out the other side in relatively good shape is enough. I mean, it could have been so much worse. And look, we're going to do FTR versus the Bucks 3 at some point anyway. 
because we're not stupid, and why wouldn't we? Number two, Cody Rhodes, AEW champion. I do get it. When it comes to stipulations in wrestling, no one believes in them anymore because the industry has undermined itself constantly. Look how many people have retired, said with air quotes. Doesn't mean anything. Just something to do, like buying some bread. During the early days of AEW, though, Cody Rhodes lost a match to Chris Jericho after shenanigans from MJF. And as per his own rules, he was now never allowed to challenge for the world title ever again. This was bonkers. So much so that no one actually believed it, but Cody was deadly serious. He was so aware of the fan base and the past, he went out of his way to be an AEW EVP that didn't take advantage of his position to show that things could be different. What it did do was take it away entirely, though. I don't think that was the right move. I am a Cody Rhodes fan and therefore wanted him to climb the mountain, and now we knew that wasn't going to happen. (laughs) And if it did... The internet was going to get real mad. I think the overall point is Cody was a major player and you want them involved at the highest level. But seriously, he made himself far more interesting as a chess piece, did he not? What a smart dude. Number one, CM Punk. So we're jumping the gun a bit here, but at the moment, the situation between CM Punk and AEW doesn't look very good. Not only is he out injured, which is always rubbish, there's everything with the backstage fight, the fact he could be suspended forever, lawsuits. I mean, there's even the rumor that Punk is totally done. And if that is the case, look at all the matches or feuds we never did. Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Matt and Nick Jackson, Ricky Starks, Andrade, Jungle Boy, Ethan Page, Orange Cassidy, Daniel Garcia, Wardlow, Sting, frickin' Hook. I mean, I want all of them now, and it's looking less and less likely. I really do hope everyone hugs and makes up as CM Punk still has loads to give. And if not, man, it's going to be a huge guessing game of what if. But please do not forget these are real people with real feelings either. I am sure they have been through enough. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.